Welcome to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we discover our path to wealth through conversations with talented and successful women who are designing their version of a wealthy life. Teresa Leftenant is a certified financial planning professional, financial advisor, and senior vice president with Cornerstone Financial Strategies, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Teresa is author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Available on Amazon. The Certified Financial Board of Standards Incorporated owns CFP and Certified Financial Planner Certification Marks in the U.S., which it awards to individuals who successfully complete CFP Board's initial and ongoing certification requirements. The views expressed here reflect the views of Teresa Leftenant and her guests and may change as market or other conditions change. Actual investments or investment decisions made by Ameriprise Financial and its affiliates will not necessarily reflect the views expressed on this program. This program will provide only general information, is not intended to provide investment advice, and does not account for individual investor circumstances. Investment decisions should always be made based on on an investor's specific financial needs, objectives, goals, time horizon, and risk tolerance. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and no forecast should be considered a guarantee. Investment products, including mutual fund shares, are not insured, are not guaranteed by any financial institution, and involve investment risks, including fluctuation in value and loss of principal. Ameriprise Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Consult your tax advisor or attorney. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, and SIPC. Welcome, everyone, to episode 46 of A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we support women to create their own version of a wealthy life. And I've been a certified financial planner and wealth advisor for over 30 years, and professional women and their partners hire me to gain the right knowledge and confidence so they can build the financial resources they need to pursue their passions, explore who they are, express their inner talents, and live their personal dreams. So join us every week to hear my expert guests and I explore how a woman can transform seven aspects of living a wealthy life, including her finances, physical health and wellness, professional and career, mental and emotional wellness, recreation and fun, relationships and contribution and legacy. And I share about the inner power qualities that women can develop, as well as the latest thoughts on building wealth and financial fitness. Well, I'm so glad you're on the show with us today because I have some wonderful guests and we're going to be talking about understanding how we can use our energy. And uh, that's a big topic, but I'm going to start out the show by explaining a little bit about the energy of money. There's certainly a lot of books written about the topic. Now, something that no one really talks about, nor were we really taught about, is our energy. And we didn't learn it from our parents or teachers or anyone else. So how important is understanding the role of energy as it, as it contributes to the pursuit of a wealthy life? Well, Esther Hicks, who's author of nine books about the law of attraction, puts it this way, quote, most people do not expect their path to great abundance to be one of ease and joy. They have been taught that struggle and hardship and sacrifice are requirements that must be met before the award, the reward of great abundance can be realized. Most do not understand that the very struggle they deliberately involve themselves in, in their quest for success and advantage, actually works against them, unquote. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little context about our discussion today. You've probably heard this before, 
everything is energy. Well, we're not going to be digging deep into the subject of quantum physics today, but we will be talking about how we vibrate inside energetically at a particular frequency and what that means to creating a life we love. It's like this, the lower the frequency, the heavier we feel and the more problems we think we have. Lower vibration can be felt as pain or physical discomfort or heavy emotions such as sadness, loneliness, or fear. And in this low energy state, it takes a lot more effort to take action toward our goals. Now, on the other hand, a higher frequency of energy or vibration just feels lighter in the body. In this state, we feel powerful, clear, and ready for action. There's little or no discomfort in the physical body, and the emotions we feel are expectation, optimism, excitement. And overall, life takes on a more positive quality, and it takes less effort to pursue our goals. I think I want to feel more higher vibration rather than lower. What about you? So as we journey towards self-actualization or self-fulfillment, which we talk about on this show, we can gain more awareness of the difference between our low vibration experiences and our high vibration experiences. And we can learn how to spend more time in the higher state than the lower state. Sound good to you? But still, the lower vibration state seems to pull on us, holding us in a lower emotion, such as frustration, doubt, and worry a lot of the time. And when it comes to money, This low vibration state is where we experience scarcity. In this state, we have thoughts of never having enough, of struggling to pay our bills, and fear that we might just become a bag lady. Our old programming from childhood can trap us in a cycle of thoughts that money is a problem and we will always have to struggle to have enough. Our energy around money is made up of our thoughts and our beliefs, the feelings, values, fears, and worries that we have, and they do have a direct impact on whether our financial condition is what we want it to be or not. If your parents struggle to make a living, you have a high probability that you will too. If you watched your parents fight about debt like I did, you will likely live out their patterns of conflict over money in your life. It can be really frustrating when we finally realize that we actually are becoming our parents. But how can we break the cycle? Well, we can begin by being open to the possibility that money is energy, and energy must be in flow. So money can flow into our life and out of our life, kind of like a river. You know, hoarding our money or stopping more money from coming into our life, such as when we don't demand to be paid what we are worth or we don't grow our skills so we can get promoted and and actually get a raise, that's how we stop the flow. When we scrimp and save and are overly focused on denying ourselves enjoyment or we spend too much on items we don't need using credit cards, those are signs that we are building a dam in the middle of our money flow. Now, what I'm describing are unconscious actions we sometimes take because we're unaware of the thoughts and beliefs that may be sabotaging our energetic flow with money. But when we examine our thoughts and invite awareness about how those thoughts connect to the results that we don't really like, such as too much credit card debt 
or not having enough in our retirement account, then we can go about reinventing our financial flow. So examining our thoughts and beliefs and then connecting the dots to the realities of our financial results is how we begin to transform our financial life. So today, I want to give you three questions to consider. This is what we ask our clients in order to help them examine their current energy around money. Question number one, are your core values in alignment with the choices you make with your money? See, do you have a clear understanding of what your values actually are? Well, we help our clients explore their core values and express them through their financial decisions. This can really unblock that dam I was talking about and encourage a larger flow of money. Question number two, do you have a list of financial priorities and goals? And are you spending your money based on your priorities? Well, see, it's much easier to create a plan when you know what your values are. And we see a huge shift in our clients' energy with money when they take the time to really understand what they want. And the last question I want to pose today is, do you take care of your needs first and then your wants, or is it the other way around? You see, when our clients prioritize what they really want in life, they can focus their energy on taking care of their needs first and then making sure they have enough money to manifest what they want next. So having a, a money energy understanding is really helpful to pursuing that wealthy life that we talk about on the show. So I'm going to now introduce our guests and invite them into the discussion. So Joan Salek and Stephanie Samus both enjoyed a successful career in corporate America, where they found using their intuition along with data was key to making impactful personal and business decisions. But about 10 years ago, they developed an interest in the human energy system and have spent the last decade learning about energetic vibration, intuition, mindfulness, conscious creation, and many other aspects of human energy. And in 2019, they co-founded Woo Woo and the Coach. At Woo Woo and the Coach, Joan and Stephanie love using a combination of energy work and coaching to help people explore their potential and teaching them how to take inspired action to consciously create whatever their heart desires. Welcome to the show, Joan and Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, we've been excited to have this conversation because we share a lot of passion around this topic. You guys are a lot more expert at it than I am. But first, uh, John, Stephanie, why don't you start? Tell us a little bit about that transition between being corporate superstars to being what I call the heroes in the coaching world. Yes, thanks so much. Um, so I was in corporate America for a long time, 20 plus years. And um, generally was in leadership positions at software companies. And I found about, it was about 10 or 12 years ago, I was in a position uh, where I was responsible for revenue. And of course I supported the company's revenue goals uh, in any way I could until they started, ask, they started asking me to make decisions that really went against my value system. And it really got to a point where I just had to leave. And so I left and I had every intention of, finding the perfect 
thing to do that was going to make <laughs> me happy and bring me joy. And it didn't work. And a year later, I found myself right back where I was when I left. So I spent another 10 years uh, doing the same thing. And again, got to a point where I just couldn't quite match um, the values that I have with what was being asked of me. So it really just one day it just was the day that I couldn't do it anymore. And right. I decided that I was going to take the risk, raise my energy and go do something that would bring me joy. And I knew that coaching was something I had done all through my career. And it was really what brought me satisfaction in my job. So that's how I got here. Well, I bet a lot of people can relate to that because, you know, holding on to that secure job with that really uh, great income level uh, is, is hard to give up, isn't it? But when it was, you really, yeah. when you feel that inside, man, I just cannot do this anymore. How about you, Joan? Tell us your story. Oh my goodness. Mine is similar to Stephanie's, but I did a little bit of a twist on mine. So I had a career again in software and mostly mine was in healthcare software. And I loved it. Um, I felt like it was a really noble cause for me. We were developing electronic medical records. And so I got to spend a lot of time um, working with people that I felt, you know, hey, this is really going to help people. And so I was in that position and that industry for a good 20 years. Um, loved it. But then it started to lose its juice for me. So instead of taking a step back like Stephanie did, I changed logos. So I would change companies thinking, hey, I'm going to, it's going to feel different for me. I'm going to love it again. Right. And so I would do that. And guess what? I would end up back in the same spot until I was um, looking at a different business unit in the company that I was working in. And literally, I just felt like I couldn't take another step forward. Mm -hmm. And so that was the big wake up call for me was, hey, it's time. You need to go do what you're really passionate about now, which is helping other people really fulfill that journey. And I was very lucky that I had a beautiful journey in corporate America until it ran out. Well, what I hear both of you saying is that you were in very low energy vibration at the end of your corporate career. But you also have shared with me that you were studying energetic, uh, the energetic world while you were still working. So explain how that transition was going on at the same time. Why don't you start, Stephanie? Right. So when I came back after taking a year to find myself, I um, found a mentor and started working with her through some private sessions. And then that grew my interest to reading about it and watching videos and really trying to incorporate it into my everyday life. And, and over the last several years, it's just intensified with more and more learning through um, some online classes and things like that to where it's not something I try to do anymore. It's become who I am on a daily basis. Uh, and so the transformation has been just magnificent is the word that popped into my head just now. It's oh, just been wonderful. I love it. That's great. We're going to take a really quick break, Joan, and then I'll get back to you. So when we come back, Joan and Stephanie are going to explain what is the energy system exactly? And how can we really use it to pursue a wealthy life? So we'll see you right back in just a moment.
and the Coach is a fun, inspiring way for you to learn about energy and how to make the most of it in your daily life. Are you looking to change careers, find love, increase your wealth, or improve your health? With humor, knowledge, and insights, Joan and Stephanie will teach you the step-by-step tools to manifest your life dreams. Learn more at woowoocoach.com and follow them on Instagram. Teresa Love Tennant encourages women to talk openly about money by providing virtual and live talking circles where members come together in a spirit of trust, respect, and mutual support. Reinventing Her Money also provides financial education, workshops, webinars, speaking events, and transformational experiences to companies and organizations. If your group would like Teresa Love Tennant to speak or facilitate a financial topic for your women's group, learn more at reinventinghermoney.com. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150KKNW. And welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with my guests, Joan Salek and Stephanie Samus. I hope I'm saying that right, Stephanie. Anyway, when we were talking before the break, Joan, I had just asked about this perspective. You know, you were working on understanding more about the energy system. You were living a lot of your life in a low vibration state. So now that you, you know, fast forward to uh, many years after you've left your corporate career, what is your perspective looking back? What were you doing at the time? So I think um, when I look back at it, I started having this feeling in my 40s where I kept asking myself, there has to be more. There just has to be more to this, right? And I think that's a common question that we ask ourselves. And it probably is triggered in our 40s because we're starting to get a little closer to seeing some of the end, right? But I stuffed it down. I just kept going with it. Then when I hit 49 or 50, there was no turning back. I couldn't couldn't stop that feeling of, saying, hey, I've got to go find out what I really want to do. And I happen to be um, a healthcare professional as well. And so there's that medical side of me that, ha- that says, hey, this is how we can heal ourselves. But then there was this whole other side of me that said, there's something else out here that I've got to go seek and figure out what that is. So that led me on my journey of really learning about energy and how it impacts the body and our mind and spirit. Um, And so I would say that kind of that journey for me was um, at 50, I was triggered and there was no going back and helping other people really find that passion for themselves and live that life path is what I couldn't deny any longer. Yeah, I do think that there is something that we're searching for. And I know a lot of listeners would relate to this. There's something we're searching for, and we don't really know what it is. And then as we get older, it's if we're if we're actually seeking it actively, then it can become clearer and clearer. So Stephanie, um, you, you guys are coaches, you teach your clients about how to use their energy system to create what they want in their lives. So why don't you start with a energy system 101? Like what would you explain to your client on day one? Right. So the first thing 
we do without getting too scientific is that everything in the universe is made up of energy. Um, there's the quantum physics. I think you talked about that a few minutes ago. And that, that concept is that there's these subatomic particles that are spinning really fast and they make up everything from my body to this iPad I'm on to the technology we're using, everything. And so the higher these particles vibrate, the higher your vibration is, right? Then you've also got the human energy system, which Joan is much more versed than I am in terms of the chakra system, but we all have seven chakras and they, um, you know, they have a health to them, right? Depending on where your energy is. And so you, you combine that with a couple of other things and that becomes your, your energetic vibration. And it is a feeling, um, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later between affirmations and, and energy. But when we talk about your vibration, as you stated earlier, it really is a feeling and you know when your body is vibrating high and when it's vibrating low and, and what that difference is. Well, that's something that has taken me really years to be able to discern and to then begin to connect the dots between, oh, I am thinking a certain way and that's creating this energy feeling. So Joan, continue, explain to us how we feel that energy in our body and what we're actually looking for. I mean, we want to learn something about it, right? Yeah, we definitely do. And I think there's a really important concept to know is that most people run their energy at about 50%. And to create what we want in our lives, it needs to be at 65% or higher. So we don't even know that this scale exists, right? And so that's kind of the first thing that you need to understand is there's a higher place for us to go, but how do I get there and how do I know when I'm not there, right? So we always have this, especially in the corporate world, right? You could walk into a meeting and immediately feel your energy drop because mm -hmm. it might've been the topic or the people that were in the room and you feel it in the pit of your stomach and you lose all interest in really being in that room. You really want to exit, right? That's how you feel. That's low energy and it just snapped you. When we feel high energy, it's a bit different. It's probably not what most people think. It's calm and there's a knowingness in it. And you're in the space of really having this knowingness that gives you inspired ideas and inspired information and all of these things just start dropping in. But, and you can even tell in my voice when I'm describing it, it's kind of a lilting and it sways, yes, right? A little yes. bit, you can feel it. And so it, it's really about becoming and, and making a commitment to feeling it and knowing when your energy is dropping and knowing when you need to push it up. And so how, how do we learn that? Um, and you know, how, how do we say, okay, I am feeling sad. I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling hopeless. Those are names of emotions that we know that is really describing this feeling of lowness. And it can actually be, we don't feel like going anywhere in normal times. We don't really feel like going anywhere. We don't feel like engaging with people. That's kind of how the low energy feels, right? Correct. Yeah, that's and, correct. And how would you shift that to the more peaceful? What is, 
without giving away all your secrets, which would be, what would be one or two things that a person could do to then begin to raise that energy? And it isn't like that, right? It doesn't happen overnight. Well, maybe. Or does it? It depends. <laughs> so in the moment, you can shift your energy pretty easily. And we use a three-step method that helps us kind of switch our energy pretty quickly. And that is to first think of a memory or a photo of something that is going to make you so happy. And just hold that in your, in your mind's eye for just a few seconds. And you can already start to feel your energy rise when you just take that few seconds. Then you want to kind of stabilize that feeling by asking yourself a what if question. And a what if question helps your left brain stop talking to you and mm. creates a possibility for you, right? So a what if question may be, what if in this moment I feel extremely happy, right? Our brain doesn't really even know what all of that means. So it's like, hey, okay, what if? What if, we, what if that happens? So we ask that what if question, and then we seal that deal with gratitude. And we can it can be the simplest thing um, that you're grateful for. It could be that I am so grateful that I have on the best shoes in the world, right? But you really want to feel it. So all of that literally takes seconds for you to do. And it immediately raises your energy. I wrote that down. So you, you, <laughs> you ask yourself, so, so the second step is you ask yourself, what if I felt something like joyful or happy or yes. excited? What's the first step again? The first step is to think about a memory in your past memory. that made you super happy or look at a photo. Stephanie does a, a great um, job of telling people, hey, keep photos on your phone so that when you're starting, your energy starting to feel a little down, take a look at this photo and start to raise your energy back up. It's amazing how quickly it will work. So you could actually keep that uh, photo of a memory, uh, you know, right, right nearby all the time, Stephanie. Right. So I make a folder in my photos and I, call, I literally call it high vibration. And so certain photos of my dog or um, a vacation picture or a sunset, whatever, whatever makes you feel that, that happiness in your heart and your mind's eye. And then you can just quickly pull it up. You don't have to, you know, scroll through thousands of photos. I love that idea. The high vibration photos uh, file on your uh, iPhone. That is awesome. I am so excited about learning this. Okay. So I know people, and I wouldn't say that this has happened to me uh, per se, but you know, there's a low energy state, which we can call being in a funk or being sad or even depressed. And many women kind of hang out there habitually. <laughs> they feel these emotions and they don't believe that they can feel better for very long. So how do you help women like that? So the first thing that you would really want to do in that state is to simply ask yourself this question. Do I want to stay in this feeling? And you have to be really honest. You're ready, you're either ready to move out of it or you're not, and it's okay if you're not. But if you are, 
that is the first step to starting to move your energy is to just simply ask that question. And by asking that question, you already shifted your energy to a new possibility, right? So it started to come up the scale already. And then from there, you could quickly do our technique, but that's going to be something where it's going to take probably a little more commitment to get you out of the funk and really moving into that high energy. Right, because our thoughts tend to, as I said earlier, our thoughts tend to sometimes pull us down into that lower vibration because they're habitual. We get used to them, right? And and the complaints we have about what isn't working for us or or something about our past, that can really be a problem, can't it? It can. And this is where I say we have to become super negotiators with ourselves. We have to negotiate those thoughts and those feelings all the time. Mm -hmm. We have that ability to negotiate with ourselves and really help ourselves move through it. So you don't have to stay in it. We have a friend who was telling us about a um, situation where before COVID, they were having a block party and he played a guitar. And when everybody would get together, he and another person on the block would get up on the porch and they would sing to everybody that was um, attending the picnic for their block party. But then he had a friend come over that said, hey, I'm not so sure that you guys should actually play this music, right? Last, last time, you know, folks weren't really enjoying it. And I just think maybe, maybe you're not that good. And so not really sure that you should do that. So, right. So we can all feel our energy going down, right? Yeah. Well, here's the kicker. It really wasn't a friend. It was him that was telling himself that he was telling himself that story. So we have to catch our stories, right? Think about, we would, we truly, as you guys heard me say that story, I'm sure everybody was going, oh my God, why is he telling this neighbor this story? Like, why is he saying these things to him, right? We wouldn't say those things to someone else. The things that we say to ourselves, we just wouldn't. So that's where you negotiate with yourself. Hey, am I really going to talk to myself this way or not? Oh boy, that really lands because uh, we often, you know, would just be shocked if we really were aware of how we talk, how badly we talk to ourselves. And so Stephanie, why do we want to bother understanding about this? You know, what are the benefits for us to learn? Yeah. So one thing that we have learned both with ourselves, as well as with a lot of our clients is that A lot of times, let's just say there's one thing in particular that you just are really giving yourself that negative self-talk about, right? I can't sing. I can't start my own business. I can't run that marathon. I can't, I can't, I can't. So what we recommend is taking a little bit longer with the three-step process, which would include grounding yourself a little bit, getting a little bit quieter, um, holding the feeling a little bit longer, those kinds of things. And come up with your what if question. So what if my new business is amazing, right? Well, every time I start to dip into that low energy where that thought comes in, like, oh my God, I can't do this. I ask myself that what if question and it becomes an automatic response to a negative thought. You just have that what if question ready to go and it will immediately shift your energy out of the negative self-talk to the possibilities. 
And that's what it's all about, the possibilities, right? And Absolutely. the last step, which is the gratitude. Now, gratitude, we know, um, can be a real mood changer, can't it? Yes. So um, there was a book I just recently read by, um, oh gosh, I'm not going to be able to remember his name. I think it was Gay Hen Hendricks. Hendricks. Uh -huh. Hendricks. Yes, thank you. Uh -huh. um, Conscious Luck. He, him and his co-author write this book called Conscious Luck. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. It's short and easy to read. And they talk about eight steps to having conscious luck. And it is about energy. It's about the energy of your luck, particularly around money, but it really can apply to anything. And you go through the book, you read all eight steps and you get to the end and the eighth step is gratitude. And he says, if you take nothing away from this book, if you do nothing that this book says, the one thing you must do is gratitude. Because, and I saw this on Instagram today, um, Esther Hicks said, or sorry, Abraham Hicks said, be happy before the stuff comes and then the stuff will come. That's gratitude. That, yes, that's what I've been hearing about for years. And I, like I said, it took me many years to really master how to do it and to think in the future as if it's already happened and to behave as if it's already happened and to feel the gratitude for, for it now. So we got to take another quick break, ladies. But when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion about how using our energy and learning how to raise our energy to, I think Joan said, 65% is how we begin to draw more of those things into our life that we really want. So we'll be right back to a wealthy life for her. Woo Woo and the Coach is a fun, inspiring way for you to learn about energy and how to make the most of it in your daily life. Are you looking to change careers, find love, increase your wealth or improve your health? With humor, knowledge, and insights, Joan and Stephanie will teach you the step-by-step -step tools to manifest your life dreams. Learn more at woowoocoach.com and follow them on Instagram. I'm Teresa Leftenant. Navigating a path to increase your income is a critical part of a woman's pursuit of a wealthy life. Having a personalized financial plan gives a woman confidence that she knows where she's going and how to get there. We've all heard the saying, life is what happens when you're planning something else. We're here to help you either design your plan or revise your plan. Visit reinventinghermoney.com and click on contact to set up a time to chat. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant and my guests, Joan Salick and Stephanie Samus. And we are talking about a really cool topic, which is how to use the energy inside our bodies to attract more of what we want, to how to use the natural tendency we have to vibrate at a certain frequency. And we want to learn how to have more of a higher vibration than a low vibration. 
So uh, ladies, to live a wealthy life, one that I described at the beginning of the show where we have great health and uh, we have good relationships, we love our jobs and that kind of thing, we really have to have that high vibration into our day, our daily life on a, on a regular basis. Is that how it works? That's exactly how it works. I think we probably can't stress enough that it's a choice. It's a choice that you're going to make. And it's also a choice for you to catch it. There, so much of this is unconscious that we have to really begin to create an awareness about that inner speak that we have. And also get really good at feeling this in your body. So maybe you don't catch it at the time that it happened, but you definitely will feel it in your body. You'll feel heavier you'll feel sluggish, you'll feel sad. Um, and it's just one of those things where you have to make a choice to decide that you are going to start to command that energy. It's the only thing that you can t- control. So do it, control it. That's right. And it, and it does take a daily intention to practice, to become more aware and all of that. So you two, um, Let's see, your coaches, uh, we know that. And so share with our listeners how energy coaching is maybe a little different from what they might understand as more traditional life coaching. There's, there's a couple of ways it's different. So the first is that when we first meet with our clients, the first session we have with them is really focused on energy and helping understand where their energy is, what they know about energy, what we can teach them about energy. And we go through some of the things we've talked about today in more depth and and applying them specifically to their life situations. So that's number one. Number two is that oftentimes um, traditional coaching, which I have done a lot of in my career and um, otherwise, um, tends to be driven by timelines, right? So you have a goal and you have a time that you want to try to reach that goal and you put a timeline together and you put your tasks and your objectives and and you write your smart goals and objectives and you you march towards that goal. And that that definitely works for some people. Um, What we found though, is a lot of people do that and they're taking these actions or, or completing these tasks in a sort of uninspired way, right? So they might they might get the task done, but their energy was low when they did it. And so the outcome might not be really what they wanted, or it might take them longer or, you know, several other things. So what we really focus on is, yeah, we, we definitely want to have goals. Everybody has goals. You have somewhere that you're trying to get something you're trying to accomplish. So we definitely want to articulate what those things are. How we're going to get there, though, is different we are going to maybe put a loose timeline together, but it's really more about how do you want to feel when you get there? And so what do we have to do to take action and to do things in inspired fashion, which makes it easier, it makes it more fun, and it makes it much more likely that you're going to get the outcome that you're looking for. So all along the way, we will work to keep that vibration up as you're taking those actions so that those actions you take are inspired. And not driven because it's March 3rd and I'm supposed to have something done. 
I just love that explanation because it, it gets me all excited. You're right. Is, is we have a to-do list every day, don't we? And, yep. and sometimes when we're just doing our to-do list, then we end up going, you know, I don't even think I really want this goal anyway, because I'm just so either bored or tired or overworked or whatever those things are that we experience. So I love the fact that you help your clients stay in a high vibration so that they can really feel that inspiration. So Joan, do you have anything you'd like to say? Go ahead. I do. I think Stephanie and I learned um, maybe the hard way (laughs) because that seems (laughs) to be how sometimes we learn, but we learned that when we're not in that inspired energy, we don't do it. If there's something on a task list or a deadline that's coming up and we're not there in the energy, we simply don't do it. We wait until we get into that inspired energy. And that could be an hour. It could be a day, but it's not worth our time to even try to figure it out or go into it because we won't get the result we're looking for. Well, exactly. And, you know, that's what I was saying in my quote in, or the, the quote that I shared with, uh, from Abraham, you know, in the beginning, which is most of us don't believe that we can create a life life with ease and flow. And that is what it requires is that you don't push yourself to do the hard thing. You wait until you are in an inspired, uh, way of being so that it isn't so hard. That's right. Exactly. Okay, so let's take a step back a minute and consider this as a broader vision. So what is your broader vision of our society? If we all understood and used our positive high energy on a regular basis, who wants to Oh my gosh, I I do. I I want that so badly (laughs) because for me, this is what it would look like. We would be living on purpose. We would be excited. We would be committed. We would be happy and life would be easier. Look, it it doesn't mean that things still aren't going to bump into you through life, but you would be able to move through those bumps so much faster and easier that it would just, I mean, it would be delightful. That's my vision of it. How about you, Stephanie? Yes, absolutely. I mean, clearly we've just come through four years of, you know, a lot of discord and anxiety inducing activities. Um, And so, you know, you just think about how that could have been different if people were operating from a place of high energy and um, taking inspired action instead of the actions that have been taken. Right. And, you know, the the conflict that uh, we are getting more and more used to trying to live with uh, and experience in our daily life, conflict uh, can dissolve when everybody is working towards the better of everybody's passion and purpose. So Absolutely. I think you guys do uh, work within corporations in this regard, right? So help us understand what it means when a business or an institution uh, begins to adopt these philosophies around energy. Yeah, it's, I'll take it. It's really interesting. Um, When an organization really starts to understand and make a commitment to energy, and proposing that back into the organization, there are usually three things that they're trying to balance. One is really social awareness. They want a different approach of taking care of their employees. And then the second piece they're normally trying to balance is um, climate and environment, just making sure that they do the right things for the environment and the climate. 
And then, of course, the third is the shareholder revenue. Mm -hmm. And so when you bring those three pieces um, together, the one thing that is the super common denominator in it, it's the people. Mm -hmm. And so if you will take the approach of helping your employees and their well-being, let's just call it well-being for the moment. So you make that, you triangulate all of the different benefits that are there to help someone, like their medical insurance, where they can have health care and therapies and those types of very tangible offerings and services, plus their true human well-being. And that is all about the energy. So when you train leaders to begin to understand energy and how that's impacting teams and individuals, your production can go off the charts because you're starting to care about somebody at a very human level and helping them rise to be their best in a way that probably was totally unexpected for them. So in that case, it's a lot about training the executives and the leadership team how to use energy and how to help others in the organization raise energy. But it's a commitment for sure. Yes. And I'm hoping that more and more companies will be open to this. I know more are. So Stephanie, what do you really hope that this will do to our society if we were able to get more and more companies to open up to energy work on a larger scale? Well, I think the first thing that it would do is it would, um, well, let me say it this way. When I was uh, running departments in, in these corporations, I would always say, you got to get the right person in the right job at the right time. And the only, the only way you're going to do that really consistently is to be in a high vibration. And as Joan just said, people are the, that, that's the biggest asset any company has. So how do you make sure to bring the right people in at the right time in the right jobs? You do it by being in a high vibration and understanding when you post that job, when you interview that person, when you hire that candidate, what your intention and your energy is as you're doing all of those pieces. I mean, it would be, it, I mean, just think about that for a second. If you had a company of all people that wanted to be in the job they were doing and they were doing it well, how remarkable that would be. It, yes, Joan. And I'll add to it that a lot of times what we find is the one place where an organization doesn't spend enough time and thoughtfulness of putting their energy into it is around a job description or the position that they're hiring for. So a lot of times, you know, we have a job description that we just keep pulling out and rinse and repeat. We post it and we don't look at it and we're not really putting the right energy around it. So I do have to get just a little bit into some particle conversation here because, and it's important to understand that an intention actually creates and directs the energy to take action. And when that intention is set, it literally creates this vortex. It creates space for opportunities to come into meet it, right? So it's trying to get like energy to come back in to this vortex through the intention. Almost the minute that we set that intention and it creates this hole for expansion and opportunity and the energy to come meet it, sets up a vacuum and starts trying to pull in energy that's magnetizing. So think about that. We are setting these intentions unconsciously for someone we might want to hire without feeling or thinking about what we really need in the organization. 
So that's a, a huge piece of what we try to help organizations with are these intentions. And it can be an intention around hiring, intention around developing a product, um, you know, revving up your service organization. It's just beyond powerful and beyond important to understand. And one of the things we know is that you can actually uh, do this accidentally. Yes. You can actually think in your mind without really realizing it, wow, I really want to find that job in this with this medium-sized company with a boss that really um, supports a certain thing that is important to me. And then suddenly you're like, I cannot believe that I actually met this person who meets exactly what I said I wanted. And, and so what you're saying is, is that in the future, if we can actually make those intentions conscious, and if the, and the boss is making the intention and the, and the uh, person who wants the job, then they attract each other, correct? Correct. So imagine correct. if you set the right intention around that um, job posting, you're going to get five well-qualified candidates where you'll be going, oh my gosh, I wish I could hire all five of them, as opposed to a hundred candidates that didn't hit the mark. I really hope we have some corporate people hearing this because uh, this is one of the strongest uh, possibilities that you have to contribute to the world is because of your corporate experience, you understand the need for this on a granular level. And so I really hope that lots of people call you up. So we have about two more minutes before we end. And so I just would like to give you both a chance to have the last word uh, for our listeners today. What would you like them to remember or uh, think about our conversation? Go ahead, um, Joan. I'll go first. Oh, Stephanie. Yeah, no, Stephanie. So I would, I would just say this. Joan and I um, are both in our 50s and we took this journey, you know, starting late 40s, early 50s, whatever. What I would say to everybody out there though is it does not matter if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, raising your vibration and really understanding how that impacts um, everything that you're trying to accomplish in this life, it's never too late to learn this. And it's never too early to learn this. Um, it is life-changing and I can't, um, express enough gratitude to the universe for, uh, taking me down this path because it's just been, it's been fun and exciting and really fulfilling. So raise your vibration. Awesome. I love that. How about you, Joan? I would say this, it's important to know that energy is an equalizer. You own it, get after it, make a commitment to it, and your life will change. Absolutely. That, that is what I would say around the energy of money is that you don't know what you're losing out on until you open yourself up to this possibility. And learning about your energy and learning how to raise it, your vibration, is, is really something that will make an Im a big, big impact for not that much effort, really. Uh, you don't have to go through, I don't know, I shouldn't say this, but you don't have to go through a year coaching program to learn how to do this. You That's know, exactly if, if, right. 
Right. If you're working with the right people, you can start to have real impact in your life. And, you know, especially around the idea of having a wealthier life. And of course, in, in this show, we're talking about all aspects of living a meaningful and fulfilling life, but money is a part of that. And we have so many, so much of us that really do stop that flow because we have all these negative thoughts or these old belief systems, this old programming that gets in the way. And so raising your vibration can, you know, loosen up the log jam and get your money flowing in the right direction. So thank you so much, Joan and Stephanie. It's just been great. I hope you'll come back. I'll definitely invite you back in a few months because this, uh, this is just the top level of this um, topic. So we can go deeper next time. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Teresa. All right, everyone. Next week, our guest will be Genevieve St. Clair, an award-winning board-certified forensic and clinical hypnotherapy educator. Her lifelong research in brain plasticity and brain rewiring enables people all over the world to transform their abilities and discover a quality of life they never imagined possible. So this should be a fascinating time to learn about uh, the higher levels of hypnotherapy. Thank you so much for listening and being part of our Wealthy Life for Her mission. I'm so grateful to host a radio show where I get to, ins to inspire women by interviewing really fabulous women who are doing just that, living their wealthy life. So don't miss out on any of our incredibly talented guests each week. You can listen live on KKNW 1150 AM. And you can also subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you, Alexis Lieutenant Gregory, composer of our theme music, Eric, my producer, my team at Cornerstone Financial Strategies, and everyone that supports me at KKNW, and also my family. I get so much support from my family for this show, and I, I love you all. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube under Teresa, T-R-E-S-A, Lieutenant. And you can learn more about how to work with me at ameripriseadvisors.com forward slash Teresa.Lieutenant. Finally, and most importantly, ladies, you deserve to live a wealthy life and to attain the financial independence, which is your birthright. So when you align your values and your goals and get your financial house in order, you can build and maintain the right confidence to overcome any challenge and create a wealthy life on your terms. See you next week. Teresa Leftenant is financial advisor and senior vice president with Cornerstone Financial Strategies, a financial advisory practice with Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. She is a certified financial planner professional and wealth advisor for professional women who aspire to a wealthy and financially independent life. Learn more at ameripriseadvisors.com slash Teresa.Leftenant. AmeriprizeAdvisors.com forward slash Teresa dot Lieutenant. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC.